Cooled area and scattered storms tomorrow night. Rounds of storms Saturday, possibly for the afternoon. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Henderson Auctions two-day Independence Day public auction selling industrial, construction, forestry, and farm equipment, tractor and service trucks, dump trucks, pickup trucks, trailers, ATVs, campers, boats, motorcycles, air compressors, forklifts, attachments, welding supplies, and more. What can we sell for you? Thursday, June 29th, 9 a.m. Friday, June 30th, 9 a.m. Preview Wednesday, June 28th, 9 to 4. At Henderson Auctions, Florida Boulevard, Living in Louisiana, HendersonAuctions.com. This is license AP459. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio LLC. Good evening, New Orleans. Welcome to the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. This is Jack Clegg. How are you? We hope you're all well. Well, I, I have to apologize. Uh, I delayed on firming up a guest for, for this evening, and unfortunately he can't make it. it it's um, the groundskeeper at City Park who does a fantastic job, does an excellent job at Bayou Oaks Golf Course, at City Park, and uh, but he couldn't make it this evening. I didn't give him enough time, uh, and hopefully we'll have him next week. And the topic is going to be aeration, and that's for you golfers. Why do we do it? What's its purpose? How long do we expect courses to be in a what irregular state? Is that a fair way of saying it? And how long does it take for the aeration to allow the grass to regrow and for it to play like it did before? Um, and I apologize. And so you're just going to have to hear from me and my producer who mocks me throughout the show. He's got a big smile. Good on afternoon. Good yeah, evening. yeah. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. <laughs> uh, and and but we do have two topics, and and. This is a call-in show. Feel free to call in on any of the two topics. Now, the two topics we're going to talk about, <clears throat> and one of them is because uh, I've been very, very impressed with Riley Gaines. Do you know who Riley Gaines is? No, I don't. Riley Gaines is a swimmer who was on the in the NCAA championship. Oh, I heard of the name. Okay. Yeah. And, well, go ahead. and she's the one speaking out against William Thomas, who pretends to be a girl, Leah Thomas, the six foot four swimmer. Today, <clears throat> she appeared before the United States Senate and was asked questions about it because state by state, they're now trying to do a lot of laws. Uh, determining what transgenderism is, who should be allowed, should there be surgery performed on children, the full gamut of issues. And um, so I decided to research whether there were transgender golfers in the LPGA. And? You're going to have to listen to the show to hear. <laughs> I think I know the answer. You think you know the answer? The answer but go ahead. But we'll get to that in a minute. And the other topic we're going to talk about this evening is, again, once again, the agreement that was reached between the PGA commissioner, Jay Monahan, and the Saudis who run the PIF, that's the money arm of the Live Tour, and they're going to plan to create a new entity. And this new entity will be Saudi-backed, but operationally the control will be in the PGA. And there has been a boatload of controversy about this. And last week, I'm sorry, this week, the 19th, Monday, Tom Watson, who is one of the greatest American golfers, well-loved by almost everyone, just a tremendous competitor, tremendous golfer. He wrote an open letter to the PGA commissioner and the PGA tour 
policy group. And we'll describe what they are in a minute. Um, and essentially <laughs> slammed them for this deal. And uh, later on, if you go to our uh, podcast website, you'll see uh, how you can actually see the letter yourself. It's in, it's in the golfdigest.com uh, website, and you can enter in Tom Watson's open letter, and you'll find it. Uh, but I'm going to go through it because it's, <laughs> the letter is magnificent. It hits all of the issues. Watson is a smart guy. And we're going to talk about those issues. So uh, the, the call-in number for the show, if you have comments on either one of those issues or any issue you want on golf, the call-in number is 504-556-9696. That's 504-556-9696. And uh, it's the New Orleans Golf Show. But if you have a issue that is significant enough, and it isn't golf, we might even listen to you rather than hang up right in your ear. I won't. <laughs> he won't. He, no. You won't get hung up on. We just had, he, he promised, on a, a stack of Bibles or encyclopedias. Hey, man, hey, don't put that out there. I, I, can't, I can't tell what he's got <laughs> over there. All right. Uh, so today, uh, listening today, um, I actually was surfing YouTube videos, and suddenly it came up. Dick Durbin, the name mean anything to anybody? Dick Durbin, he's a senator. He's from Illinois. Uh, he's liberal. He's a Democrat. He is the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now, probably most people in Louisiana, uh, in New Orleans, and throughout the state know of Dick Durbin because you'll see a snippet maybe a video of a congressional hearing, and if it's a Senate, who's the guy who's, who's one of the funniest guys? Happens to be John Kennedy, who's a senator from Louisiana. Uh, and I personally know John. John and I practiced law together at the Chapman Call Firm years and years and years ago. Smart guy, smart guy. But he, the best thing about John is he has a very, he's very gifted and a great sense of humor. Uh, he's an outstanding lawyer, and um, but the committee is run by Dick Durbin, and John is just one of the members, and he and sometimes Durbin and Kennedy get into it once in a while. That's good. Well, today, the Senate uh, Judiciary Committee was having a hearing, and one of the witnesses at the hearing was Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines um, was a swimmer from the University of Kentucky who competed against the University of Pennsylvania swimmer who was once known as William Thomas, but today is known as Leah Thomas. And initially when it happened, it was kind of a media uproar. There was some, but no one really asked any of the women who had to compete against Leah Thomas, who is a six-foot-four, very, very virile um, man pretending to be a woman, or not maybe not pretending, maybe he can't help it because he's transgender. But um, no one representing the interests of the women spoke up for a long time. Nobody seemed to say anything. It seemed very odd that the feminist groups weren't saying, wait a minute, this is the girls' swimming team. This is a sport for women. Um, and this fellow who had not had surgery transforming him to a woman, he had taken some hormones, but... Uh, Clearly, he had an advantage, and the, the worst part was, and we, we've come to learn, that um, he went to their locker room, the girls' locker room, watched them changing, changed himself, and there was no doubt he was a guy. <laughs> and so only recently has Riley Gaines come forward and spoke about how wrong this was. 
uh, the University of Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The NCAA and the University of Kentucky, the universities, all came down hard on the players. Oh, you can't say anything on, on the other women swimmers. So at the next break, we're going to go into greater detail. Now, is this going to happen in women's golf? And we'll find out after the break. This is the New Orleans Golf Show, WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. Christian, when it comes to buying appliances, buy where the builders buy, and that's at DTS Appliance Direct. Shop local. Don't go to the big box store when you need a new appliance. Call my friends at DTS Appliance Direct, 504-766-0738. DTS Appliance Direct has brands from GE, Cafe, Monogram, Blaze Grills, Z-Line, and many more. DTS Appliance Direct, 504-766-0738. 504-766-0738. A business without signage is like a car with a flat tire. It's not going anywhere fast. Sir Speedy can change that. We're a trusted resource for sign design and production. Whether you need trade show displays, banners, posters, directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, or more, Sir Speedy sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do it. Big Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at wgso.com or call 504-669-606. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Dave, Dave, get up. What? Get up. Why are you waking me up? It's 8.30 a.m. We got a show on Everything Old is New Again. Our show is on the air at 9 a.m. this morning and every Saturday morning. Oh, you mean it changed from 1 p.m. to 9 a.m.? Yeah, WGSO 990 a.m. They would like us to wake up New Orleans every Saturday morning with Everything Old is New Again at 9 a.m. Come on, let's go. All right, here we go. Come on, you don't have to take a shower. Don't need anything. We'll, we'll do it on the air. Don't worry. All right, we'll be here. Everything Old is New Again. 9 o'clock Saturdays. Hey, this is Christian Garrick. I'm excited about my new show on WGSO 990 AM, Monday through Friday, noon to 2 p.m. There are a lot of things going on in this country and in this city that are concerning. I'm your voice. You might be afraid to speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. The Christian Garrick Show on WGSO is your platform, noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 AM WGSO. New Orleans. Okay, we're welcome back to segment two of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. You're listening to WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. And our call-in number, should you wish to call and comment, is 504-556-9696. That's 504-556-9696. We were talking about the today... In the Senate, the U.S. Senate, they were discussing the issue of young people, children, um, being educated about transgenderism. When should it take place? When it shouldn't. 
Why is that before Congress now? Well, it all started in Loudoun County, Virginia, last year, uh, when there was a horrible, horrific act by a uh, boy claimed to be a girl, and he raped a girl in a girl's bathroom. The school kept it quiet. The parents found out about it, got really, really angry, as you would think. The boy was sent to another school, school where he sexually assaulted another girl. Again, in the guise of being a girl, he entered a girl's space. So, so that's what started all of this, and then it just exploded. There have been more and more. And now, state after state after state is trying to wrestle with that problem. Not only states, but in particularly in athletics, the NCAA, universities, states are, tr- are passing laws that may surpass what the NCAA says about the universities in their states. And th- so this took place today. The Congress is <laughs> trying to wrestle with the issue. And I, I first want to say this is not an easy issue. Well, Dick Durbin, who's the um, uh, chairman of the, he's a Democrat from Illinois, the chairman of the committee, lectured Riley Gaines, saying how this, because it's being politicized, state after state is looking into it, more people are talking about it. He says that being transgender is bad enough, and now all of these children who are transgendered or believe they might be transgender, um, get depressed, they have anxiety, because when they turn on the television, they hear about these debates in their state about what's going to happen. And then, of course, they're influenced by people who misspeak and don't really say what's going on, and maybe they're going to believe they'll be threatened or something bad might happen to them. So he was trying to put all the negative on Riley Gaines, and saying, by you speaking out against this, see, you're, you're hurting all these transgender people. I'll, I'll tell you what. I've heard her talk before. She's just a very courageous young thing. She, she responded to him, not a young thing. She's a married woman. I think she's a college graduate. I don't mean to say a young, but at our age, she's Every, young. Everybody's younger than you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. Just speaking with you, my man. I, and that, no, no, that's true. That's true. Riley Gaines, and I, I, she, I, I wish I had written it down or had recorded it. I would play it, but I didn't. What she said was, you're talking about the mental health and the safety of these transgender young children. What about the women? What do we do when someone we know is a man begins to undress in our locker room? We see he's a man. She said, during the NCA, girls were changing in the janitor's closet to avoid being around this. And the NCA didn't help. The universities didn't help. All of the, all of the, the women who where teammates were told by the university, do not say anything. And, again, it's not a simple solution, but uh, it's one of those things. We are in a free society. We should debate it. We should discuss it. We shouldn't be necessarily calling names about it. Okay, with that background, I was curious, because I'm hosting the New Orleans Golf Show, are there transgender golfers in the women's tour? I didn't know. I didn't know the answer, so now I researched it. The answer is yes. Okay. The first one, there, there were two women. Uh, one of them named Bobby Lancaster. That's Bobby Lancaster. Bobby Lancaster <laughs> was a doctor in his early 60s when he decided to change and become the female Bobby Lancaster. He was a male. He decided that he was going to identify as a female. And uh, 
he was a good he was a pretty fair golfer um but he was real good when he golfed against other women and he joined what was called the cactus tour in the west and he won some money that could go so many ways the cactus tour the cactus tour yes yeah Yeah, it could (laughs) kind of prickly is that what you're thinking about yeah never mind Okay. okay all right all right it's what it's called i didn't name it all right uh but when she did that, she kept her gender under wraps, meaning she pretended to be a woman and didn't tell anybody that she was actually Bobby the man. Okay. And she actually tried out for the LPGA Q school. Q, Q stands for qualifying. So, um, and, and she did that in 2012. The LPGA had just changed its rules because another transgender person wanted to join, and their, their rule was you had to be, quote, female at birth. Well, they changed that rule in 2012, and Lancaster got in. Uh, she played a few uh, – she went on the tour – and retired quickly and was hired by a outfit that um, she went on speaking tours all around the country, telling people, you know, the advantages of being a transgender person and so forth and so on. She's now 71. Uh, one of the things she does is she is a mentor for a fellow who was named James Scott Davidson. Uh, James Scott Davidson is now Haley Davidson, and he was he grew up in Scotland. He moved to the United States in 1997, and he was a very good golfer. And he was golfing as James Scott Davidson. He got a college golf scholarship on the men's team. He played at Wilmington University, that's in Wilmington, Delaware, where Joe Biden lives, right near. And that's a Division II school. Then he transferred to Christian Newport. It's a Virginia Division III NCAA school. In 2015, he began hormone treatments. And in 2016, gender reassignment. This is now required by the LPGA. In May 2021, she won her first professional title on the women's National Women's Golf Association Tour, the NWGA. Okay, so there is a successful woman, I, I'm sorry, transgender woman on the LPGA Tour. All right, we're going to take a break now. You're listening to the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. flooding threatens cities, towns, and rural homes across the Gulf states. So chances are there will be more storms and floods near here again. And between school, sports, and social lives, chances are you won't be with your kids when it happens. Will they know what to do? Ready.gov slash kids has all the educational tools and information to make the conversation easy. When the time comes, chances are they'll feel prepared, not scared. So talk with your family today. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. 
You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Louisiana Radio Network News. I'm Kevin Gallagher. A week of record June heat plus six days without power to cool off has resulted in at least one death in northwestern Louisiana after the severe storm with a tornado that knocked out power to over 200,000 customers. 62-year-old Keithville resident Tina Parrott passed away in a heat-related death. Swepco's Doug Warner says the damage was extensive with almost 800 utility poles knocked down. So even in some neighborhoods where there wasn't as much damage, there was difficulty supplying the power to those neighborhoods just simply because of the transmission problems. Around 16,000 customers are still without power. Swepco hopes to have them reconnected soon. A new poll shows Republican Jeff Landry and Democrat Sean Wilson likely to be in a runoff election for governor. UL Monroe political science professor Joshua Stockley says Wilson will need to really boost his name recognition, though. A reflection of the fact that a lot of individuals, both Democrats, Republicans, and independents, just don't know who he is. This is news from LRN. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-810-8655. 800-810-8655. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-810-8655. 800-810-8655. Eight six five five. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. Don't miss Hurd's Louisiana Live from 4 to 5, Monday through Friday. Paul Hurd exposes and explains state government's daily shenanigans, exposes our excess taxes, and explains how we can get to real community safety. Hurd will challenge your legislators to repeal taxes and grow Louisiana. Repeal and grow is the name of the game. Hurd's Louisiana Live is coming in hot every day at 4 p.m. Only on WGSO 990 AM. All right, New Orleans, 
Welcome back. This is the third segment of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. This is Jack Clegg, and you're listening to WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Our call-in number is 504-556-9696. And uh, we just finished talking in the last segment about the and identifying there is a transgender woman playing on the LPGA Tour, winning events. Uh, I, let me complete that part of the program. Uh, she says that after the hormone therapy, uh, her swing speed has been reduced by about five miles an hour. And her longest drives are about 20 yards shorter. Okay. Uh, she didn't, the article didn't say how far the drives were initially, um, but this uh, person um, did play on two men's college golf teams. Okay. One final thing about that, um, and I want to make this clear because it's, it's something I, I learned in doing research and so forth, and that is there's a lot of confusion out there um, between people that are critical of certain men becoming transgender women and trying to compete in women's sports and the innate unfairness of that. Uh, and some athletes have come forward to speak out upon it. In particular, Martina Navratilova, who is gay, one of the world's absolute tremendous tennis players of all time. And she just says it's wrong. And her, her plan on this is there should be three categories. Men, born men, women, born women, and an open division. And that is anybody else who wants to compete. And she's very, very vocal about that. Uh, they're doing it in Great Britain. They're doing it in Great Britain um, in swimming and some other things. So different jurisdictions are working on it. I'm sure we're going to get through it. Okay, the next part of the show, and we said we were going to talk about this at the outset, is we're going to talk about Tom Watson. Anybody who's golfed, anybody who's watched golf over the last 20 years, knows who Tom Watson is. He's probably one of the most revered PGA golfers of all times. He's younger than Jack Nicklaus and Earl Palmer and others who transformed the PGA. They, they took it from the era where a PGA golfer, a successful one, would earn maybe, oh, $50,000 in a year in winnings and, and win a lot of tournaments to today where if you win, uh, if you don't even win, if you take 10th place in 10 tournaments, you're a millionaire. So he's, he's younger than that era, but he's still part of that era. And he, his popularity, unquestioned, he's an eight-time major winner. And he bleeds red, white, and blue. He's an American, but he's not one of these boring, uh, love it or leave it types. He's smart. He, he always is, uh, on, on the right side of issues. He recently, and as you'll remember last week, it was last Monday, I believe there was a deal that was struck between the PGA and the PIF. The PIF is the money end of the Saudi Arabian investment side. And prior to that, the Live Tour, which is totally financed by the PIF and the Saudi money, uh, was poaching players from the PGA and, and paying them tremendous amounts of money. And it was a, a competitor to the PGA. The PGA and its commissioner, a gentleman by the name of Jay Monahan, fought back, and they fought back in every possible way. Uh, they suspended PGA players who made deals with the Live Tour. They 
on television and radio and in print talked about how the Saudis were violators of human rights. The Saudis were at fault for 9-11. The Saudis caused the death of 3,000 people in New York. So publicly, they were, they were, there was no acceptance, and that trickled down. Many of the PGA players who had been friends with other PGA players who went to live tour had some rough things to say about them. And there was a very, very, there was a lot of friction going on, and people were wondering, what's going to happen? There were lawsuits that were filed by the live players that had been suspended by the PGA. And one of the allegations that was made, the one that I found most disturbing, was if you're a professional golfer, a PGA golfer, a live tour golfer, whatever, and you want to qualify for a tournament, okay, Many tournaments all over the world, but here in the United States as well, look at your world ranking. And and that world ranking is controlled by an independent company. It's not the PGA. The allegations were, now it's, it's difficult to have a world ranking because players play on different golf courses, different conditions, different competition. The allegation with the live players was that the PGA Tour was unduly influencing the members of the World Golf Ranking Organization and pushing them down from the top. Let's say you were a a PGA golfer. You went to live. You were rated 28th in the world. Suddenly, you're rated 31st. Well, what difference does that make? Well, because some tournaments, you have to be in the top 30 in the world to qualify. So all of this was going on, the battle was going on, and last Monday, I believe it was last Monday, uh, they announced a deal. The PGA Tour and the PIF, the money side of the Live Saudi Tour, were going to have an agreement where they were going to create a third entity. It still doesn't have a name. They haven't given it a name. And this third entity would run the commercial side of the PGA, which meant who gets paid what, who's involved, the money men. Okay. Well, this didn't sit well with a lot of people. No details came out. So you had some of the uh, PGA professionals that were uh, reporters were putting uh, microphones in their face. What do you think about this? Are you going to make less money? Are you going to make more money? And so forth and so on. And um, they all had various answers. And it looked like um, there was a possibility that that might change, that the prior friction might go away, but nobody had answers. Nobody knew. And Jay Monahan uh, suddenly got sick <laughs> and he was hospitalized. And there isn't much information about it. Now, if Jay Monahan had worked for Hillary Clinton, we, we know his fate is sealed. But there's no allegation that Hillary Clinton was seen in or around Jay Monahan's residence. All right. So that was a joke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, Tom Watson, very concerned about this deal. And he writes, instead of talking to some media people or going on a radio show and flapping his gums about it, Tom Watson takes his time and crafts what's called an open letter that he sends to the PGA Tour commissioner, who was Jay Monahan, and the PGA Tour policy group. Now, the PGA Tour Policy Group, uh, it's called a policy board, not policy group. Uh, it's comprised of five directors. These are fellows that have been involved in the business of the PGA for years. And five, they're, they're the five directors. And then there are five current players. Those players are Patrick Cantley, Charlie Hoffman, Peter Nunmodi. Roy McElroy, Rory McElroy, sorry, 
and Webb Simpson, all names that everyone knows. Okay, the next segment, we're going to get into the actual letter. We're going to talk about how significant certain paragraphs of that letter are. And join us after the break, the New Orleans Golf Show, WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De- decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait. Communicate. Visit getagameplan.org. Brought to you by the Louisiana Governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness, FEMA, and the Ad Council. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where Mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. Join me, BJ Rusk, for the Something to Say radio show every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. I'll be joined by Rudy Cicchini, and we will give our unique and fun thoughts on sports, music, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Your calls are welcome, and you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at www.somethingtosayradioshow.com. The Something to Say Radio Show, weekdays at 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990 AM. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. All right, welcome to the fourth and final segment of the New Orleans Golf Show. WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. This is Jack Clegg. And we're going to get right into the letter, tear apart this letter, the open letter that Tom Watson sent to the PGA commissioner, Jay Monahan. The first paragraph says, sorry that you're in the hospital, Jay. I hope you get better. Uh, And then, you know, there's some other niceties and so forth. This is the first paragraph of of Merritt. He says, and it's, from his honest perspective, and this is the perspective of an American golf icon. I think when you hear it, you'll agree. 
In the wake of the recent news, and that's the news of the uh, PGA-PIF deal going down, I also understand the cries of hypocrisy. Because he is a smart man. I know Jay does, too. He's talking about Jay Monahan. In my opinion, the communications have been mishandled. He's talking about the communications about the deal. And many of the golfers in the PGA are asked about it, and they have no idea anything about the deal. And the process by which the tour agreed on a proposed partnership with PIF was executed without due process. Now, that's a legal term. We know what due process is in the law. Lawyers, we, we know that. In organizations, they ha- they're governed by rules, and those rules would, would di- dictate that if we're going to make an altering deal, we're going to sell the company, or we're going to merge with someone, or so- there's a way that it's done, so everyone who's involved with it knows. Shareholders know about it. They, they, they don't keep it from a shareholder. The shareholder doesn't find out, oh, by the way, we just merged with someone and the shares of stock dropped precipitously. Shareholders are involved in that. The PGA Tour doesn't necessarily have shareholders, but it has what are called stakeholders. Those are all the people that contribute to the PGA like television networks and others. They, they, they add all the money, and you would think that if the PGA Tour is going to enter an agreement with a Saudi Arabian company, that somebody would possibly uh, be involved in that, and, and, and that the media would be consulted. Well, nothing like that happened. All right, I'm going back to the letter. As a group of players and stakeholders who represent the face and the brands of the tour, what are our choices now? And here's the meat of the, of the issue. More from the letter. The commissioner and the PGA Tour board on which five tour players sit, I read you the names of the players earlier, are going to have a lot of firsthand explaining to comfortably coax acceptance with our membership on this partner with partnership with the PIF. Well, that's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. Here's the warning in the letter. And the warning is, don't ignore this letter. Here's how it's said. The tour stakeholders, the players themselves, the broad span of global media as well as the tournament sponsors and independent tour partners, require, great choice of word, require an explanation of the benefits of the forming of forming this partnership. Watson then asks some really good questions, rhetorical questions. One of them, why was the deal done in such secrecy and wasn't even one of the players who sit on the tour's policy board included in the meetings. That's pretty strong. That's, that's pretty strong. Uh, and that's personal to the commissioner. Then he goes on. A matter this profound deserves thorough vetting by the, a representative group of the stakeholders. Wow. So, what... I get from reading this is that one of the most powerful icons of the playing tour is saying, uh, sorry, this deal may not get our approval. It may not get our approval. He says it deserves thorough vetting by a representative group of stakeholders. So what he's proposing is that players, um, sponsors, uh, media people, so forth and so on, participate in this. There's a question, a big question. Is this new entity going to own golf courses in America? And if it is, is it being funded by Saudi money? And does that mean that the Saudis are going to own golf courses in America? 
Uh, and will the Saudis buy out the rest of the PGA Tour? I don't think that's ever going to happen. But these are the questions that that uh, this letter, when I read it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. They're, they're talking about some big issues here. Okay. This is the big finish of the letter. Okay. Now, as I said earlier, prior to the agreement, Jay Monahan and others with the tour blasted the Saudis for 9-11 and other human rights violations. And, and Watson goes through that. Then he says, the reversal of your position on the Saudis, this is referring to the proposed deal, does appear to indicate a more desperate financial situation than has been previously revealed by the tour. What he's saying is, are you doing this because we're really broke <laughs> and it's the only way to get money? I mean, that's, that, <laughs> that's a pretty bold statement. So now people are going to start asking a lot of questions. Here's his conclusion. My overarching question is whether the PIF, that's the Saudis, is the only viable rescue from the tour's financial problems. Wow. Maybe that's, maybe that's trying to get some more money from somebody else. Maybe somebody's suggesting that we start drilling for oil and put more money in the hands of the oil companies. Maybe they could invest. They could bring it to us. They could bring it to us and... Uh, We'd cry because we wouldn't have the money to help. <laughs> um, and then he, then he asks in the letter, is there a plan B? Here's his final. We need and deserve full disclosure of the financial health of the PGA. Now, that's a big deal. Coming from Tom Watson, it is, it's epic. Uh, he's got, I mean... He's got a lot of people who respect him as a gentleman. They respect his intellect. This is, this is an example of Tom Watson. At the height of Tiger Woods' young career, when Tiger was golfing, Tiger had a bad habit. He lost his temper a lot on the golf course. Sometimes he would throw his clubs down. He would swear there's a crowd of people around, women and children, and you'd swear. Tom Watson had one talk with him. He says, we're gentlemen. You must remember that. We are gentlemen. So Watson gets a lot of credit from both sides. Like he supports Tiger now, their buddies and everything, and he's given some great credit. But uh, I'm being told that we have to leave the air now. I hope uh, I was educational on a couple of issues tonight. And next Tuesday, the Jack Clegg Show, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in the Senate and the House right now. Listen to us on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Have a good evening. Good night. We're fortunate that our 